It's really funny to me when you are talking to somebody and you do what I just did. Like, you give a, like, oh, yeah, I heard this and this. And you, <laughs> when something that you know to be true gets back around to you through the rumor mill and you hear the way it's distorted and the way it's, like, it's gotten all these things attached to it. Yeah, and that all was these a pretty big difference. It's even better when you plan <laughs> it and then when it gets back to you, how it's distorted. Yeah. You start oh. a good some, like, old nice fashion game of telephone. Some like nice degree chess, or dimensional chess, yeah. you mean? Oh my God. Where you're, um, yeah, you intentionally plan something that you know will get out and you want to see how many different things it can get glommed onto it before it gets back to you. I did that with my dick one time. I guess all men have done that though. <laughs> Glommed on to. By the time it got back to me, they said it looked like Toucan Sam's beat. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my like stripes. God. <laughs> Ugly and multicolored. <laughs> Pointed. <laughs> Bent. Banged up. I actually think the two words used to describe it were bent and ugly. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but you didn't do this intentionally. You just, or did you? You, you, did you really want to know? No, I don't know if I'd want to know. I, it's not easy to hear a rumor about your own dick that's not flattering. No, I'd say not. <laughs> but I'd rather be ugly than small. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> well, do you ever? Are you ever talking to someone and they're dragging somebody else, and you just start to think, God, what does this person say about me? <laughs> you know. Oh I yeah, think yeah, all yeah. the time. <laughs> if I'm with someone and they're just dragging the fuck out of somebody, I'm like, <laughs> "What do you say about me? If this is how bad you've drugged this person, because they're not that bad." <laughs> God damn. Oh yeah. No, I know what you mean. Tom, you got enough rope there? Yeah, I got enough rope. We um, like to keep him on the essential yeah. truth of human nature is we all love to talk shit about each other. Mm -hmm. It's just in us. Oh, dude. I don't fault. I, you know the people that I side are the people that won't that won't chime in in a little shit talk with you. People that take always <laughs> take the moral trusted. high road. Yeah, yeah. When I used to drink, it was like you were sort of suspicious about people that didn't drink. Mm. But I'm also that way about gossiping. Like if somebody doesn't <laughs> gossip, gossip, I'm slightly suspicious. <laughs> now that I'm sober, I'm not suspicious of those that don't drink. No. I understand. I understand. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. So I guess maybe I, in this situation, I need to just stop gossiping as well, and just you know. Yeah. No, that's never going to happen. Because my, that's not going to happen. That's my only vice. <laughs> Today, a coworker walked up to me and said, after learning something that they should have already known, come up to me and said, I guess I'm out of the loop of your gossip. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn. I, I, I was offended. That's, that's, um. I'm out of the loop of your gossip meal. How'd I miss that? Well, that's the uh, incredibly well, socially awkward way of saying, like, please. Please, Tell me more. Please. Bring me more info. Let me let me into your gossip circle. No, she she's been put out of the inner circle for <laughs> good forever, and she's eat up about it. I I like how recording this before and after. It's immediately we go right into gossip. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> well, as soon as it's I like walk flipping in, a switch. As soon as I walk, well, I open the door, and Terrence yells from the bathroom. Hey, man, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> And I, I stood I'm there right. for a second thinking, why do I give a fuck? If and, he was, and I was like, with the door open? He said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, All right, man, I'll be on the porch. <laughs> but then as soon as I came in, we started gossiping immediately. Immediately. <laughs> oh, 
well, I don't see you all other. This is our most intimate moments. Yeah. yeah. This is the only time I get to tell y'all anything yeah. or get any gossip from please, you. Tanya, we, gossip, please, Tanya. We deliver. marched down the street in uniform. In costume yesterday. We're talking about we don't share. Yeah, how moments. was your well? Tuesday that's what I'm saying. We were dressed up with noisemakers. We beat a drum and handed out treats to the kids. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yesterday ruled. I thought that was going to be awkward and weird, and I showed up anyway, and I had a great time. I always think it's going to be awkward and weird, but I always. You're such a big personality. If you're involved, I can just kind of hide behind you. And, oh. You know what I mean. Well, I would despite that, dispute that, but I did show up in uh, leopard print fur uh, of two different shades, two different patterns of leopard print. It looks fur. like Cruella Deville with, a, with, with a kazoo. the kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great photo of you from the Apple Shop Christmas ball in December, oh, really? wearing that leopard fur. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was that jacket. It was that. And I kept calling I you Tanya Soprano. It's like <laughs> I do look like a mob <laughs> boss. You did. Yeah. I do like look like Tony a mob boss. Soprano, but Ton Tony. Uh, <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. I guarantee you, though, that Mardi Gras march down Main Street was not even in the top five weirdest or funniest things to march down Main Street. No, not at all. Like every Christmas, there's like a they'll do like a paper mache tank on the back of an F two fifty or something and have. T-shirt guns that have, they'll just fire off. Have what, our seventy-eight-year-old mayor pop out in full <laughs> face paint. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Now, usually, it's whatever happens in downtown during those low-rider truck shows. No oh, yeah. it's it's unspeakable things. <laughs> oh, I remember summer. I, do y'all remember I, one? It was like the Sunday morning or something after the big like drag down town they had done or whatever <laughs> and there was marks all over the road oh god there's marks all over but they're, they're laying on the sidewalk all together was a bag of doritos a dirty diaper and a needle like a syringe <laughs> all together like steel throw life. in a half drink mountain dew it's just a complete yeah. cliche so oh. i saw it and i was like oh i'm getting a picture of this and i took a picture and this girl walking across the street and she was like won't you take a picture and i was like i i did i did, I did that. that's what i just I did i just took a picture of the needle. And if she had been on my side of the road, she'd have probably tried to fight me, but I like scurried along quickly because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> had to get one for the gram, I'll be Yeah, on I was like, I, I took a picture and came by. Had to do an irony th- post. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. We used to have this. Um, those people are terrible, the lowrider people. Oh, they're terrifying. They're horrible people. Like That's why I didn't want to fight her. You, you can't fight somebody who ain't got nothing to live for. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know better. Nothing to live for but a fucking uh, lowered <laughs> S10 that just yeah, makes man, yeah. two inches off the ground. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. No, and I'm, listen, I, if that's your hobby, whatever, you know, I like tennis. <laughs> I, you know, everybody's got their thing. I'm you know a what soft I'm saying? Boy. But there's two things I want to buy, okay? That's fucking bike night <laughs> and the fucking low right there. Here's the thing is for a group of people that, have, that cosplay as quasi criminals. <laughs> fucking and like say that they just want to live their life you know without outside the you know just without the man giving them any scuff <laughs> they sure do just Dude, make everybody else's life suck they, really bad. Uh, this, this is what i've realized they love rules 
They do they, love rolls. They love it because they would flip shit every time I would not move my truck. Oh, yeah. And they would put, they would just like put these real passive aggressive notes on them. Like, uh-huh. you're a biker game. Come fuck me up or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I left my car down there one time and I returned to a bunch of notes and them looking at me so fucking mean. Yeah. And when I, it was during, I think it was seed time. One time that the, like, seed time was the same as bike night. It was like real bad. And I walked down there drunk as a skunk to move my car. I just had to move it, you know, like to free parking. And they were like, oh, that's your car. Been down here all weekend. You know, we need that parking. We're having a race out here. Yeah, like I drive a goddamn Chevy Cruze. Fairly compact me. Well, that's when I had my robe. It's like if they were as badass as they come off as being, like, why don't they try to kick my ass or something or do something, like, put a brick through the window? Well, there's a reason for that, Terrence. You missed the part where I said cosplay is criminals. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are all like, like Sons of Anarchy painted a totally wrong picture of the biker gang scene. <laughs> like, I know like six guys under the age of fifty that are in biker gangs. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like they're all fucking like you know on statin therapy and <laughs> fucking uh, lisinopril for their blood pressure and everything else. And meanwhile, just. They, um, I used to work with this guy named Storm. We called him Storm and Norman. <laughs> and uh, you probably know this guy if you've seen him around. If I pointed him out to you, you've probably seen him around. But he would always, he was like one of the earlier adopters of the uh, don't tread on me thing, like where he was swarping down and taxes were illegal and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And then he would make these like really thinly veiled threats when we'd be on a job site together. Like not to anybody, not to like the boss or anything. <laughs> He would just be like, storms are coming, ain't nothing they can do about it. <laughs> and he would just say stuff like that in passing all the time. He'd just walk by. You'd be sitting over there, you and a couple of buddies just, you know, eating your lunch or whatever, taking a break, and he'd say, he'd say shit like, when it happens, they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> and That's never, serial killer shit. We never could make heads or tells what he was talking Storm's about. Then, coming. then I asked him one day. I said, Norman. I said, um, <clears throat> so what exactly? What storm's coming? And he goes, Let me put it to you this way. <laughs> <laughs> he said, What would you do if you saw sixty of us riding these? And he looked over at his hog. <laughs> A Honda. <laughs> it really was. It was a Honda. Over this Honda. It was a Honda. He said, and we're all rolling in single file. He said, "Hey, think that makes them feel." <laughs> talking about the boss or who's uh, them? Some abstract. No, he's talking about the peep, the masses, the people. Mm-hmm. Ma- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mainstream society. Yeah. The royal them. <laughs> then, then I hold my hand to God. He had a leather jacket on. It's June. <laughs> I love that. He pulled his collar up a little bit. He said, "He said, just watch for it." <laughs> so he, I mean, he just would would just talk about like these this, le- it, it you know like if you watch like the uh, Tales from the Tour Bus with Johnny Paycheck, how like he always <laughs> had these like fantasies of the Hell's Angels like bailing him out of these pickles. Yeah. Like, Norman had these delusions of grandeur about, like, just a, a mass movement of bikers coming <laughs> in <laughs> to take over, like, eastern Kentucky. Just the floor. Ever, we're all sitting here in Whitesburg, minding our own business, podcasting, playing the banjo or whatever, and just in the distance you hear a, a song rumbling. Then it gradually gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The Seventh Sons. 
so this makes me think of all the um, stories we used to hear from Joe Bug. Talk, remember when he he'd like disappear for six weeks or something? Then when he would come back, he'd be like, "All of them around with Hell's Angels." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like what? Yeah. Like, Hell's Angels ain't even in Kentucky. Well, the thing <laughs> is, been with the biker gang. His stories months. were way more interesting and fascinating than actual Hell's Angels stories. Yeah. Than actual like the actual bikers that come in for bike yeah. night. Those are the meanest. Like they're they're so unfriendly and they're, like, they're not even mean. They're like catty. Yeah, well, it's like they almost we we were trying to like get them to cancel bike night because they don't even spend their money in the local businesses. It's like don't, not even like. Mm-hmm. There's it, like just no generic benefit to them. Yeah, even like they like they've got their saddlebags full of fucking beasts. You know, they're not even they don't even fucking buy fucking, fucking <laughs> buy any sausages <laughs> and money. potted well, meat. One day they um one time they did try to ban it, and that was like the most. I live in a western day as days of my life, <laughs> because because just a little out east. Yeah, yeah, out east. <laughs> It was funny. They tried to ban them downtown, and then they came downtown anyways. And we were and <laughs> they blocked the road. <laughs> Hell no! I say, don't tread on me. <laughs> well, and that day, me and Tom, I don't know if you remember this or not. We were hanging out with Ty, so we were hanging out with the police. We were hanging out with the law. These God. two are cops. We, that, I've been yeah, meaning to break it. To that's you how all. big They're of uh, uh, posers we are. We've got we've got connections in the local law enforcement. Uh, what he's referred to <laughs> is that. And I have a hard time with this, but <laughs> the guy that's like my brother, that literally my mom was his legal guardian for a number of years, is the chief of police here. Well, and so... There, I said it, goddammit! <laughs> <laughs> we could list uh, Ty's attributes as a cool guy. He, he, <laughs> He's he, a he, cop he, through and through. He, ca- he called me one day, he said... He said, A cab. I said... Yeah, okay. If he goes, what do you think about this? All cops are bastard stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and it just evolved into me just begging him to get out of police and like just do any any other fucking thing, you know. Well, the where I was going with that story is that he, uh, the cyclists came down into town and they were not the supposed cyclists. to the motorcycle. Yeah, the motorcycles. <laughs> These are not cyclists. <laughs> Although we have a thriving cyclist scene here too. <laughs> we do right. <laughs> And and we were with Ty, and we had been drinking all day. This was on a Saturday. We had had many, many beers. And I just have this, like, hilarious image of him in my mind putting on the, the belt and walking down those stairs at the apartment to go meet the motorcyclist <laughs> in the road and tell them that they had to get off. And it was a showdown. And everybody was, like, looking out their windows. There was a wind blowing. There was a wind gust going through town. Man, Terrence Junker, <laughs> hell, we just poked our head out the window to see it. Yeah, you just see mine and Tom's head. Ennio Morricone <laughs> cues up over the loudspeakers. Oh, wow, wow, God. <laughs> and then I think Storm and Norman's wife, who organized the bike night, which oh also the first clue that these are not real outlaw bikers is they coordinate with the police. The poli- exactly. Block. Like yeah. that, you, that in a real outlaw group that uh, organization that would get you killed. They love rules. <laughs> It really would. Like they would, if they knew you were talking police, they'd fucking kill you. Coming from the man who just admitted, right? That's that's family. That's a whole complicated <laughs> issue. Also, I, I'll tell you this too. I mean, I just while we're getting this out, I you know I used to be the police commissioner in Winesburg. 
when I was what on the, the council. What the fuck does that even mean? Really? They just give you a, like a, a... He's never told us this. This just, is the first time. They just give Tom's you... Tom's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's well, a cop. the funniest thing about living in a small town is that like those layers that you have in society between you and all these other individuals and sectors of society, whatever, they're just so... It's just... They're so interwoven. And it's like... You can't just stop ta- being family with somebody the minute they become a cop. Uh, yeah, it's rough. Um, well, but for the most part, I'm not. Th- I, I I don't want that to be taken out of context. I mean, fuck all cops. But I guess what I'm saying is that, well, at the same time, this was also like 2014, so we were like 13, 2013. I'm so we sure. were like, uh, we well, weren't as woke. We were still liberals. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> got us but out anyway, of a lot of shit. But anyway, I'll tell you this. Well, I'll tell you this. a lot of good information. Well, I'll tell you this, though. I'll tell you this, though. Even when I was a liberal, Ty raised hell when the mayor wanted to make me the police commissioner. He said, he's anti-police. Why? <laughs> he said, why are we going to have him? And the only thing I did, the only thing I did before they switched me off that detail was, uh, you know, I made it to where you can't pull anybody over here. You don't want to be a speed trap town. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. I mean, want like fucking, y'all don't go through Whitesboro. You're going to get slapped with a ticket if yeah. you. Man, I've been looking through, uh, you know, I spend most of my days at the library looking through old microfilm, but there's every week there's an article Jenkins speed trap, Whitesburg speed trap, neon speed trap back in the days when people actually drove through neon. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, the, the speed limit in all of neon is 25. <laughs> I'm just like kidding. It's locking <laughs> people away for driving 38 miles an hour. Right. But it's funny that they, they wrote about that in the paper back then in the 70s. Like, oh, don't go through hazard. That's a speed trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Avoid it altogether. Right. What I love is the, the moments when uh, Bike Night ruined some type of uh, wholesome nonprofit activity. Like one time I had to help organize a KFTC annual uh, or steering committee meeting here. And I was like sending out emails telling them like what all we were doing. And I was like, and I got some bad news. It's bike night. So there's going to be a lot of people downtown. Blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> they definitely thought it was bicycle night. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We have those yeah. in the city. So the chair responds and she's like, oh, I'll just throw my bike in the back of the truck. <laughs> you should have been like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and bring it out. Come on down. Then. Come on down. <laughs> she rolls up and. And she hears George Thorogood and the Destroyers <laughs> playing over the loudspeakers. And She's like, oh, that's great. I would have thought awesome. Lightsburg would have a bike night. <laughs> oh, it is, you know, one of the weird mysteries about cops, before we get too far away from that, is like how they try to emulate outlaws and always have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even like the Wild West days and shit. Yeah. Like they've like adopted all the aesthetics and like the tough guy like bullshit about like well to them against the world man, I mean they've got that mentality. It's like this cop that just lives over here by me. Every time I walk by his house, every other person on that street is so nice and friendly to me. The guy who sells inflatable wacky arm tube guys, whatever. <laughs> the, hey Mick, I uh, speaking. Retired Mick is Mick is a seventh son. He's in the motorcycle guy. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Well, he's a real nice guy to me. The, everybody on that street yeah, is real I love nice Mick. to me, except the cops. The cops that live there are such fucking assholes, and they don't talk to anybody. And they've got this really like weird fascist family dynamic where it's just like 
the sort of buzz cut younger son just goes plays around and his dad just stands around in the yard with his gun in, on his fucking holster. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck is this shit? It's like man? you have your hand. It's <laughs> their vision of America. Is, that is fucking weird. Dude, it's dark as shit. He just they stands there with his fucking shit to gun. Pop off. They want shit to pop off. That's They're cowboys. <laughs> They're living out cowboy <laughs> fantasy. But they really don't want shit to pop off. They know that it's a low likelihood shit's going to pop off, so they can stand there and grandstand with their guns. But like, if like there was like real motherfuckers out here doing shit, they don't want any piece of that. No, <laughs> they sure ain't gonna chase no damn body. I will tell you that. Nah. <laughs> ain't nobody breaking a sweat in here. No. <laughs> no. Now there are like bona fide antisocial people like that yeah. you know do wild shit here i'm not saying that but i'm just saying they're not su- they're not super organized they've know? went crazy in harlan county they have like six uh checkpoints that they set up almost every day it's a job to drive drive driving checkpoints well it's just like me and terrence were talking i guess it's probably about this time last year when i would go over to hazard to swim laps they would do the pops testing which is like the police physical mm-hmm. like fitness test over there and uh like, usually for, like, a pop session, you might have, like, a handful of guys that, like, city agencies are going to send to the academy. That place was chock full. They had, like, almost 50, I think, in there. Oh, and it's really sinister when you consider how well-known the Hazard Police Department is for beating the fuck out of people. Oh, yeah. Hazard is fucking terrible. I mean, they, they're they letting people <clears throat> die in their jail. Yeah, yeah, they just beat the shit out of people over there. <clears throat> but, yeah. and the thing is... I think where we're going with that episode is that a lot of, you know, as these areas deindustrialize, like some of the um, sort of most stable jobs are cop positions because those those jobs are always going to be there. Well, or, I mean, well, in the society that we live in now, I mean, and it's know. like you say though, it's like it's another one of those masculine type jobs. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah, it has this sort of like nobility t- attached to it. Valor. Yeah, yeah. A low barrier to entry. <laughs> Absolutely, like incredible amount of authority. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it is just it is just like tailor made for like the most mediocre people to like mm-hmm. get some standing in their community by doing that. <laughs> right. Same thing with fucking military. Right. The kids I used to buy weed off of in high school are now the city cops where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I couldn't believe it when I went when I like it was like maybe five years ago when I was in for like the county festival yeah i double took and i was like is that is that motherfucking and my sister's like yeah dude he's a fucking cop now yeah it's weird like oh yeah you i literally see, bought you my weed that off shit. that dumbass. yeah yeah I, and and now he's the type of guy that if he caught somebody with a nug yeah, yeah. he'd be all over facebook look what we confiscated mm-hmm. six dollars in cash <laughs> a nug keep i love it, keeping the, f- the streets safe god i love the the flex of what they've drug out of some trailer, you know. And the funniest shit, the funniest shit is all of them are blissfully unaware of not only how much contempt we all have for them, but also how much we find them pathetic and hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just complete like comedic figures. <clears throat> What's crazy, you know, last week I went to back to EKU where I graduated from. It was like my 10 year anniversary of graduating college and i have not been on that campus for any amount of time since then and so i was back there and they've built like six new buildings since then or something 
And it's all because of their police academy. It's all their police program. They've cut like all kinds of programs over there to build up their police academy. Holy fuck. Like the not their criminal justice program, yeah. but like their like actual police like it's, where they send people to get trained yeah. to be cops. Well, also the criminal justice program. Right, yeah. Which there I guess there's ways you could do that without being like There are. They have like, they I found I like I didn't know this, but where they've like Part of them building up this criminal justice department is they have a social justice degree or something now. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Judah, who's on, been on the show yeah, before. Yeah, Judah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Judah's part of that. Well, one of my <coughs> favorite professors from college, we had lunch with him. He has moved. He he taught criminology in the sociology department and like social deviance and stuff. Yeah. Um, really weird, cool guy. But he has now switched to the criminal justice department because it's got like it's actually growing while the sociology department is defunded and <laughs> shrinking. Yeah. So he teaches like criminal theory over there. That's now. insane. <laughs> That's crazy. Wild, wild. Uh, speaking of Judah, him and friend of the show Jack Norton have a article out this week about Kentucky jails and about how um, basically, we pointed it out before. I think we we retracted that, but right, like it, the current incarceration rate in oh, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> every, oh, in a hundred years, it? every <laughs> man, woman, child, and person that's of any gender will be in prison. That's what Jack told me, the author of this this piece. He said, in a hundred years, if if incarceration rates continue. continue on at the rates that they're at now in Kentucky, in a hundred years, every single person in Kentucky will be in prison. <laughs> For Kentucky. For Kentucky. For Kentucky. Like, just put a fence around the motherfucker. As a, as a, now, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, but as a standalone country, it doesn't Kentucky have like the seventh or eighth yep. highest incarceration rate in the yeah. world? Like, yep. if it were a standalone. If it country. were a standalone country, that those that's the stats that I've been repeating for years now. But yeah, yeah like we're like number seven, God, the seventh man. most incarcerated you country. Know, the fucking the greatest trick the, the conservatives have pulled, and they've pulled some. Um, some real motherfuckers convincing us they don't exist. <laughs> is, yeah, they is like well, it's convincing that their whole criminal justice reform thing is actually that it actually does something or that it actually means something. You know, like Bevin mm-hmm. and the Koch brothers and Rand Paul and all these people have been talking about how you know you got to decarcerate and all these things, and it's like okay, you've been talking about this for years now, and the, and you know the initiatives that you say are supposed to do this. I'm not really seeing any evidence of right, it. It just looks anything. like you're no. building up the police state more and more and it's sort of like cultural institutions and educational institutions and stuff. That's insane to me. That's yeah. just That uh, is heartbreaking to see though. And I mean in in so many ways, but just like we were talking about with Ty, like my relationship with him is n- never going to be the same. Right. And it's hard to like mm-hmm. square that, you know, more and more. It's like you love somebody but your worldview just yeah, line. Yeah, it's for not, sure. It's not easy. Well, yeah. and and it, how do you mentally come back from being a cop? I, the only way I my keyhole into this is friends becoming uh, corrections officers in a fucking institution. Yeah, like yeah. You, they don't recover from it. Well, yeah, and and it verifies those. It verifies that worldview. If you're a cop, if you if you spend all day just keeping drugs off the street and basically like beating people up, chasing them down, throwing them in jail and stuff like that. It's going to verify this worldview that the world is just this, you know, uh, cesspool that needs to be They have the same relationship with petty criminality that we do with content. (laughs) (laughs) We're just, you know, constantly, you know, just trying to find the next 
hit. Oh right. God. Right. I have a friend who is working. She's a friend's sister. Working at a maximum security prison in southeast Ohio. And everything she tells me is so truly sick. And I can't even fathom her reality. I'm like, you understand that they're being held there captive and you are choosing to show up there every day. Voluntarily. Like, I know you're getting paid, but you are going there. Right. (laughs) To serve jail time with these, like, what's wrong with you? Anyway, the whole fucking setup is so bizarre. But the the, the place where she works, in 2017, 11 officers committed suicide. Yeah, in one year. In one year. This is why the. This is why, and I'm I pointing this one out. One fucking. Speaking year. of Jack, this is why the best fucking TV show right now. It, well, it's it's finished, but is that Escape at Danamore, Danamora TV show oh about my. that prison break in yeah, like upstate New York? Yeah, Ben Stiller thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just it, the reason why is it's just because like it shows that like the towns, the surrounding communities that prisons are in are deeply interwoven into the lives and the inner the inner workings of a prison. And in a lot of cases, the whole point of prison is to turn out some sort of uh, product, uh, commodity, with basically slave labor. And so you get these dynamics that that start to get reproduced that you know you would see in a you know in a historical uh, fiction movie or something from slavery from the 19th century from the 17th century. And it's just it's just really crazy. We don't really think of it. That way, like we really, literally, still have slave plantations in the United States. Oh, they yeah. still function exactly like that, and, and we have real slave plantations yeah. still. Yeah, right. and we <laughs> still actually have. You're yeah. exactly right. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, um, but I don't know. I think that if we elect enough people like AOC, we'll. we'll I think that that'll we can. That's a good segue. <laughs> that's a that's a good segue. <laughs> That's a good segue into what I want to talk about next because of oh, the Ileana Omar yeah. West Virginia State House thing. Speak on it, sis. Speak well, I, I was just thinking, well, first of all, did you all see the AOC tweet that she came out just a couple hours ago? Mm-hmm. I saw you retweet it, yeah. About her chiding the left for being, uh, you know. We're finger waggers again. <laughs> yeah, for our finger wagging and our inability to to work in less than perfect circumstances. <laughs> Madam President, <laughs> <laughs> we've been working in imperfect circumstances for goddamn forever. We you came missed out the fucking memo. You know what? Embryo <laughs> into imperfect. What I'm starting to think about this Ilan, um, Ilian Omar stuff is that I'm really starting to think about. I'm really starting to think that. Buckle up, this smells like a Terrence Ray conspiracy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we tried to go down this President Omar situation a few back at our. Uh, Valentine's Day right, right. session. And it wasn't, I, I don't think know. if you're actually trying to pour energy into uh, electoral strategies, electoral work, getting electoral wins, if that's you know what your priority is, I think it makes more sense to try to get you know politicians like Ilhan Omar or like a Paul Wellstone or something like that, somebody who's incredibly critical of empire. More so than what Bernie and AOC are more known for, or kind of being economic, like holding their line, populism. but kind of being conciliatory in too yeah, many ways. It feels to me that like, like we, what the fucking whatever they do in Congress or whatever Bernie could do as a president, it's just like the American economy is necessary to maintaining the American empire, and it, you could get a situation where 
you know, you have politicians like Bernie and AOC whose their sort of thing is more economic populism. At some point, that reality is going to run into the nature of empire. This is why Bernie is conservative on immigration, you know? And so it's just like, I think that if you're trying to get these people elected in these positions, I think it serves, it could serve a more, towards a more useful end to try to get, you know, people that are elected that are more critical of empire, that they're more critical of our foreign policy and stuff like that. I don't know. I, 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 honest to God, need a refresher on the strategy of electoral politics at this point like i feel so jaded mostly because of you two and so (laughs) alienated from the process again mostly because of you two (laughs) mostly because of you two there are like women i admire who are still running candidates that i need to have dinner with to just like understand where they're coming from i mean even the woman who ran uh stacy abrams campaign is like a leftist that i admire she's incredible and i don't understand like i i want to know more about what is in her head you know what i mean like what her where she's coming from at this point because i'm so far off that path at this point i don't know how to get back i want to i want to say something and when i say this i'm not this is not this is going to sound because I'm piggybacking off what you said. like I'm making an accusation about this person you're talking about, and I'm really not. This is just a thought I have. But I think a lot of the time why, and I might be way off base in this. This is just going off the top, baby. <laughs> it must be pretty bad. <laughs> I think a lot of times, I think a lot of times, I think this, this there's an inherent racism almost in... Uh, running a more cavalier campaign with a guy like Bernie versus a conservative campaign of somebody like a Stacey Abrams or a Barack Obama or somebody like that. Like when what we really should be doing is just going for broke with somebody with some fucking integrity like Ilhan Omar if we insist in working in. Yeah. In, I think that's kind of that. what I was getting at Yeah, a minute ago. Yeah. And I know there's a whole convoluted thing I have no business speaking on in terms of like, you know, like candidates of color and like the different kinds of shit they're going to run into i mean i understand barack obama was working under great constraints doesn't excuse having a wall street presidency a drone presidency but like i understand like that need that probably that instinct to to pull back yeah what do you think his biggest regrets are now obama's yeah (laughs) banning clove cigarettes because he wants to smoke them now now he's not president he's like fuck he banned clove cigarettes. I wish I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> cash, cash, cash for clunkers. He goes to the gas station. I'd like a pack of clove. Oh, man. I just remember saying. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that one. Sir, you're the one that banned them. Oh, you're right. I think that, I guess what I was, the point I was trying to make is that there's nothing you can do in Congress anyways. And it's kind of like what we were talking about last week. Like you've got sort of principles and you've got the need to sort of, on one hand, and the need to be pragmatic and maybe compromising on the other hand. It's like, you can't do shit anyways in office. Like, at least get some principled people in there. Exactly who, who right. Can, who can at least chip away at this dynamic of, uh, yeah, empire and those sort yeah. of identity of, yeah. you know, this country, what it's built on. And anybody that would say, like, you know, you know, say the quiet part out loud thinking, oh, well, we couldn't run Ilhan Omar because she's Muslim, because she's black, because she's an immigrant. 
have you seen what she's been? People, motherfuckers were throwing her money. She ain't running for nothing, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> so don't tell me she couldn't run for shit and win. Yeah. Well, it's um. Well, even the woman that I'm talking about who ran Stacy's campaign tweeted like the other day that she was like, "This is just more proof that the party system is over." And so, like, she she's like. I just, I just, I, I am too far removed to understand the uh, the leftist developed electoral strategy. Hey, me, we don't know either. There, uh, well, <laughs> there, there is one, and I don't. We pop off. I am not privy. We just pop off. Yeah, I'm and not say privy. We just week. pop off, sis. Yeah, there's something, <laughs> and I don't get it. We're just, we're just throwing paint, trying to get a picture. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this though, this is something me and Terrence kinda of talked about yesterday. At a certain point there was some energy around uh the Bernie wing of the party, the ALC types and whatever. Like, do they have enough clout? Do they have enough, you know, fundraising ability just to spin off and start their own viable third party? Like to me, I mean well it's Bernie like raised a couple million dollars in a day, like two to one over anybody else, like the nearest competitor, I think come on, maybe well, three to one, four to one, I don't know, just fucking dusting them. Do they even need the Democratic Party infrastructure at this point, and how do they justify that? Yeah, it's like if the if I, I, I mean, it seems to me if the Democratic infrastructure was useful, we would have Hillary as a president right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the proof's in the motherfucking yeah. pudding at this point. But uh, Terrence and I were talking about this before we started recording, before you got here, talking about um, different liberal slash leftist publications and how they brand themselves. It's like, well, they've been like historically liberal and they're trying to rebrand themselves as leftists. And it's like, why? Keep, just just keep saying you're the liberal whatever. <laughs> keep on that train. But act better. Just move the politic. Why rebrand? What's the rebranding for? Yeah. Just, th- I mean, that's essentially what the Tea Party did. They just, they just. They're like, and now we're conservatives now. now and now the entire Republican <laughs> Party are Tea Parties. And you know what I mean? It's like, why bother? Just unified. start acting the way that all Democrats should act. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you there. It's like, like, like. Anytime I have a liberal friend like come at me with that whole sort of like, well, what's the difference between me and you and all this kind of stuff? And it's just like, I think, you know, what a socialist would say is that one well, is scared of poor people and one is scared of rich people. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying there aren't. I don't, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's actually a perfect description of yeah, liberal. like yeah. liberals are scared of poor people and right. i am scared of rich people well that's uh, that's the other thing too is that like you know le- i think the leftist response would be something like well we're trying to make you live up to what you say you are you know what i'm saying for me it's um it's an entire upheaval of the social fabric of this country because we got slave plantations <laughs> so you know what i mean it's like not even it's basically the difference is that I would like some sort of armed insurrection where we, you know, hold people at gunpoint. <laughs> it's, the, it's the difference. That's in what I would like. I, I'd like to see it just because I'm drama. <laughs> yeah, high drama. It's the difference in talking about what you want and and what you'll settle for. Well, they d- well they don't believe like... what the, they don't believe in their ideals though. Like ever limp dick like tweeting that fucking. Liberalism gave you this, and liberalism gave you that, and whatever you know, like the nineteen things. It's like, but like I see how you live your life. I see how like you know what I mean. Like it's, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, earlier when I was saying that it's not like an either or thing, like you can no. only have Ileana Omar type politicians or you can only have Bernie type politicians. We can like, have no none of them. They can work <laughs> together. We could work we could have none of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. But um but I guess I guess I I what I'm concerned with going into the next year and there's undertones of this in the sort of Ileana Mar stuff because Bernie hasn't been vocal about what's going on here. Um, AOC has, and she's just making a total ass just out of herself. Fucking, just like, just relax for a minute. <laughs> just calm the fuck down. Yeah. yeah, breathe. At this point, she doesn't have to say shit. Yeah, she is like, or she could just be like, "I support her. I su- I support what she." Here's saying. what AOC AOC <laughs> is scared to fucking death. Somebody's gonna call her an anti semite if she comes to bat for a friend. Absolutely. So she's just dancing around this idea, and it's like. You're being afraid of being called an anti-Semite actually kind of shows some tones of anti-Semitism in yourself. <laughs> well, if you infantilize a group of people and walk on eggshells like all that, like it, 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 that in itself is a form of again, racism. Again, it's what we said the last time. This should not be hard, though. It should not be hard to co- the counter the right wing's talking points. This isn't even about anti-Semitism. It has nothing it to has do with it. It has nothing to do with anti-Semitism. Empire. This it, is about the fact that we have a colony in the Middle East that just completely raises the ground on a day-to-day basis. Just snipes people. Fucking it, an apartheid ethnostate. An apartheid ethnostate. <laughs> but it's doing exactly what they want. Literally today, I saw an I Support Israel sticker on a car. Oh my god! Today and I was I like stopped and looked at it. It was just like what the fuck? Like at the post office, I've never seen anything like that. Well, in that's the, County. The, 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 you know this is the like I stand with Israel, and I was just like, oh god. This is the ironic thing about the sort of Steve King stuff is that like Ilyana Mars the next Steve K- is the you know the less Steve King. It's like Steve King is an avowed pro Confederate guy. He and gives he, interviews to Nazi magazines. And you can't find a, a modern state more analogous to the Confederacy than Israel. No. It's a fucking et- they're both ethno-states. Right. <laughs> just like, yeah. how could, I don't know, it's just, how do you make that deduction? I don't know. I saw something the other day, and I don't know if this was like, old or fake, whatever. You see that Netanyahu's in, got indicted? Is this, Who? Is this a real thing? Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna be around much longer. From what I hear, <laughs> gonna be around. <laughs> Terrence says, "I don't know if he's gonna be around." I'm like, much your, I'm like your friend Norman. I'm like, a storm's gonna come. <laughs> a storm, Norman. Norman. <laughs> a storm's coming. It's blowing in from the east, from Tel Aviv. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I, 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 I haven't read the stories behind it, but, but yeah, no, I mean. Um, I think like I I thought that the Democrats were going to do something like make some sort of pass some sort of resolution today, nah. and then they said they're going to move it back to tomorrow. He was getting moved back, but why don't, don't they just cancel it and move the fuck on? I know. <laughs> what are we? Do- <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Is this well, the it's, you may tell terif- you may tell the terifying. disgusting thing. Here's the disgusting thing. Here's why I think that strategy's working. I don't think it's working for a lot of the reasons that, like, leftists, like, and Corey Robin people are pointing out. Like, I think the reason the whole, like, they're kind of getting softer on Ilion as the day goes is because they want to see if she's a viable, like, source of, like, fundraising. You're probably so, right. they don't. They don't want to throw her under the bus Ill. if they yeah. can raise money because these these Ill. fucking dipshits have been in the red since fucking <laughs> Hillary 2016. They literally. You're, have. you're actually. That is a very smart and just completely. Christ Almighty. Yeah, 
cynical way to look at it, and you're absolutely right. It's truly sick. She is making money. She is raising money. Yeah. And you know they love that yes queen bullshit. So like if they think that like they can like but, polish her image into like it depends, man. It really depends because um in the calculation there, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about like a mainstay of American foreign policy for six, sixty, seventy years now. This well, is the linchpin to our entire strategy on one part of the globe. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I, I, I would be more. I would be. I think they're getting ready to fucking hang her out. Just oh, that, that's smart money is on that. the slaughter. Smart money's on that. What I'm just saying is they like, oh my God, she's had a hundred million <laughs> raised a hundred million dollars poured <laughs> in for support. Oh, we love Ilya. Well, so that that gets back to your original question. They're like, why don't they just start up their own party? Like Bernie's making all this money, Ilya Omar's making. Like they're the only game in town that can raise any goddamn money. It's like you, Tanya. Why do you continue to stay on this podcast when you can go solo and make so much more money? Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but I wish that were true. But. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, now would be the time. And he, like, the shit trying to bring Bernie to heel with, like, making him sign, like, oh, I'm, I am a member of the Democratic Party and all that bullshit. Fuck all that shit. They should just start, a, they should start a new party. Like, say they're starting a new party, but just call it the Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you, do you think they, like, if you're so wet to the goddamn name, just call it that. <laughs> yeah. Be like, That's what I'm saying. be the Juan Guado of of the Democrats. No, we're actually the Democrats. Yeah, I don't understand. That's what I'm just saying. Just, just, just dupe them at their own bullshit and just be like, no, this is how the party is. Like, what you know, if you're a Republican, okay, okay, you can be a Republican. That's fine. But yeah. This is. Make the no Democratic mistake, Nancy party. Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all them are Republicans. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And wasn't that California? What's her name? Feinstein. Diane Feinstein, yeah. Is she a is she a Democrat? She's, She's a, Democrat. a Democrat, yeah. That's she is a California Democrat. A super wealthy eighty seven year old California Democrat. It's like what the fuck is going on here? Fuck them kids. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's like I used to make the joke that um Kentucky Democrats were California Republicans. <laughs> you know, like when I had to work in the legislature to try right. to explain to people what we were dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> that you had to take it there to get yeah. them understand. Okay. Uh, not that anyone understands anything about California. Oh, 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 can I just put a pin in that? I was at uh, one of our newer uh, grocery stores recently, using like my my, my reusable EBT car. My reusable to hide uh, it from <laughs> my reusable uh, fucking grocery bags. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know my little cloth grocery bags. Yeah, hold I on a second. Hold on a second. You went. You went to sell for less with reusable grocery bags. Priceless, priceless. yes. I, I went to Priceless. Love that shit. I went to Priceless. I fucking love that. You're shopping at the fucking budget grocery store for reusable. <laughs> I love it. I that is perfectly on brand. I love that shit. It's so impressive. And so I take, well, this is what happens. I take my reusable bags in there, and I set them up, and the guy, they're sitting right there, and then he just starts putting stuff in the plastic bag, and I'm t- and I'm like talking to the woman behind me before I realize, and I look, and he had folded up the, the, the reusable bag and put it in my plastic bag, <laughs> and I pulled out, and I was like, no, man, this is for my groceries, we're going to put these in his bag, and he was like, what? And he'd never seen he that. He had never seen a reusable grocery bag, and he told me, he, so he started doing it, and then he said, you know, I, I didn't know we could do that, and I said, what do you mean? Could do what? We're and he was like, he said, he, said, he said, 
I didn't know. He said, I've never seen a bag like this. I said, what? You've never seen a, a bag, a cloth bag? I don't, I don't know. I don't, okay, I'm not following you here. I mean, one of them says MCHC on it. You know, it's like some freebie I've got somewhere. He said, yeah, I've never seen that. I said, and I, I just looked at him and said, do you know that plastic bags are illegal in California? <laughs> And I swear, he stopped swapping. <laughs> Tanya, go and, go and let me speak to the manager. I couldn't believe oh it. Oh, my God. I said, you know, plastic bags are illegal in California. And he said, what? <laughs> Could not compute. I said, they are. Ne- next thing Tanya said was, and did you know that Schumer and Pelosi get a kickback for every illegal that comes through here? <laughs> and then he would have been like, he'd have been like. Yeah, oh, I knew, yeah. I knew that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> anyway, I tried to save myself from sounding like such a dumbass by saying, Yeah, my mom couldn't survive in Cali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the plastic lobby is a lot stronger than people think it is. No, it's. <laughs> yeah. Remember plastics make it possible? You remember when we were doing bat netting and that fucking lunatic woman that ran the project was like, Yeah, all these liberals uh, think they could live without plastic, but they don't understand what all of us made out of plastic. <laughs> It's well, petroleum. It's, yeah. it's true. Oil. I mean, I, when I went into a grocery store in California, I was shocked. They were like, no. What do they no have? Bag. They the, really don't have plastic bags. Do they have paper bags? Yeah. Or Well, you have to, in every grocery store, you have to bring reusable bags or you have to buy their bags. It's so funny. I've got a massive drawer in my kitchen just stuffed fucking full of plastic yeah. Well, I bags. use them to pick up dog shit. With. <laughs> yeah. I, use, I mean, I, I have, a, I, it's just, I don't need more because I have so many. Yeah. I have so many I plastic throw, bags because uh, I, I save away, them for shit. I throw away a lot. Of I them. put kitty litter in them. <laughs> yeah. I double bag the kitty litter so I can't. I, I can't deal with the smell of kitty litter. I'm so fucking. Oh god. Wow. Anyway, sorry to diverge us into just my discount grocery store dilemmas. <laughs> he, tra- I feel like he was trying to make me feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, buddy. The whole point here Probably was about you made him feel like an asshole yeah. for folding up the thing and putting it in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny when I when I when I go to Sierra Club stuff. I always get so embarrassed when like um, one of the waitresses brings out straws and like they just act like so indignant about it. <laughs> and then like I sit here like getting ready to put my straw, and then I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm like chewing on three. Just <laughs> even when I go out with you two, y'all are like, no ice. Yeah, I never. Well, that's esophagus. That's because we have heartburn problems. <laughs> I'm like, okay, get it yeah, too no, cold. No it's just as bad no as ice. just as bad as eating. In uh, some ways, chili. some ways it's even worse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Feinstein. Like, how is a California Democrat, which I was raised to think was the furthest left you could get? Turns out California's pretty conservative. Not only will she not support the Green New Deal. Uh huh. But she's cussing children about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like what? Get thing? off my lawn! It's, about yeah, it. it's bad enough not to support the legislation, but to like to, to rail children. Yeah, you about listen here, you little shits. It. I'll be dead in three years. <laughs> Get out! Y'all well, be living on this rock. Well, why don't you run for something? You've made a really good point on Twitter, though. About you, you were like to the people that were like, you know, it's cynical to use kids or something like that. It's like, well, kids like aren't, kids don't consent to death. <laughs> It's like Kid, people treat kids like shit. If you, I mean, if you really start to pay attention to this, people treat how someone treats not only their kids but other kids around them. Like, don't acknowledge them. <laughs> right. Do not say hello. Do not make eye contact. Speak to them in as few words as possible. Like, just no and yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, it is wild because kids are humans. 
and they learn based on other behavior. Like we are all learning yeah, based on the behavior. It's yeah. also wild how based that shit follows you into adulthood too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and the difference in how we raise boys and girls. Oh, it's fucked, you all. And it and it comes out in the wash always, in these sex eds. It always ends up like I mean I can't imagine the life of a therapist. And it it has to be a therapist must be working from a map. And the map, no matter what is going on, she can, or whoever, the therapist can bring it. I I prefer a female therapist (laughs) myself, but whoever they are can map it all the way back to probably interactions with adults as a child. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, we are fucking them (laughs) over big time. Like, we are, we treat kids like, 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 not like humans. Yeah. yeah. We, we like we treat animals better sometimes. Yeah. Like I've seen Pomeranians treated better in the same household <laughs> as six year olds. Oh, no question about yeah. it. Absolutely. No it question is the about range. It. And I mean I do sometimes when I see you know, when you see kids getting baptized real young, I do often be like, Oh god, the, you know, the what the fuck. <laughs> but You shouldn't be able to like introduce a kid to a religion until you're like eight they're eighteen. Right. Let them make their own choices. But about this it. is a well, different I mean, thing. Like, cli- this is we're talking about something that, like, we're talking about survival. Physical, we're talking actual. about yeah, we're talking about potential extinction. Yeah. Like, we're talking about like their literal life. But like, I mean, <laughs> you were taught that this was about your next life. Yeah. Religion is about is about saving your next life. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, no, we, that's very we're true. trying to be like save the life you have right now, baby. That that's what's up for grabs right now. The life you got right now, it ain't looking so motherfucking. It's not hot. looking yeah. so great. Yeah. And so, but it's 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 deranged. It's it's freaky how we treat kids and and you know, not even kids, teenagers who are firing on us with as definitely firing with as many. Lots as us, you know, Absolutely. as teenagers. I've burned out so many cells. And to talk, they t- the teenagers are treated like garbage because they can't vote. They can't work full time. Yeah. They have nothing to offer humanity. You're right. According to the, the fucking... Wor- you know the business class the, the fucking whoever hey if, if they had their drivers <laughs> i would say they'd put them to work at seven though yeah it's like <laughs> that's true that is true it's fucked up <sighs> yeah yep um well so but yeah back to that question of uh i mean i guess that like i guess that people like bernie on the more sort of progressive wing like they sort of that's a i guess that has to be a sort of very you know, well-studied calculation, like a very, you know, thoroughly researched ca- research calculation, like splitting off and getting a third party, like that would be, I don't know. You can't, that's what, I mean, we just keep saying the same shit over and over, but it's like, it, it, you're, we're talking about two parties who haven't even figured out how to abolish the electoral college. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like the bare minimum of... right. It's just so archaic. All of it's so archaic. It's so artificial. I, every aspect of it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, bef- I, what I wanted to get to... Uh, 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 <laughs> what I wanted to talk about, too, before I mean, we kind of got off on a different yarn, was the Ileana Marr poster in the West Virginia State House. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't... Yeah, I need you to catch me up on this. Let me just ask the question. Was it that... F- same fucking orc that proposed that. <laughs> that is the goddamn ugliest man alive. I don't think it was him. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure he didn't hate it. What it was was a. What it was was um. 
it was a group that had set up there. I can't even remember the name of the group now. There was some sort of like fair or something in the rotunda, and um, there was things like set up tables and booths set up. <laughs> it's a job <laughs> fair. It's a little book, little book fair. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was that was the poster behind the Marines. Uh, <laughs> Fucking table. That was the marine recruiting yeah. table. Exactly. Honestly, that is. I mean, that's basically what they believe in too. It's basically what they're selling you. Just yeah, flashy. Uh, let me look it up real quick, Tom, because it's a. It's not. It wasn't one. Of, I don't remember it being one of the politicians. What happened? I just remembered a split of that, and then the orc. It wasn't a legislator. <laughs> it was like some group, whatever, did it, and this Democrat. Um, uh, this is this. You're getting the trailbilly version, which means we're we're just recounting from our memory of <laughs> the essay that we read. Very shoddy memory. <laughs> a Democrat walked in and saw it and was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, this is you. You can't do this." Um, basically, um, you know, ma- sort of made a fuss about it. Um, which good on him. That's awesome. Uh, and then like some Republicans came out. There was a. I think there was like a physical altercation. There was like an actual scuffle or something. Jesus People Christ. shoving each other, something like that. But the discourse is so fucking depraved. It's so depraved that um, even like the ones that were sticking up for Omar were basically like, um, they were basically like you know. Uh, I just remember them. I just remember thinking like they were sort of. They had a very liberal sort of approach to it, just like a very like Israel is an important ally, but Omar should be able to say whatever she wants to. It's just like, oh my god, man! It just makes you it just. I don't it just drives you crazy. One time for the people in the back, being critical of Israel <laughs> is not anti-Semitic. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. And you, sh- I don't even. It seems weird to even. It's redundant. And to even say that, what did, did we determine? She didn't even really say any, anything to begin with. She has said nothing wrong this whole fucking time. No, uh, yeah, I, I can't even. No, re- she's definitely not said anything wrong. But even what they, th- <laughs> but even like even like AOC just kind of sp- like spikes those little uh, Israel's an important ally bromides in there. Well, not not that explicitly. AOC's thing is that she keeps saying that like you can't speak out on this unless you're like of the Jewish identity of the Jewish community. It's like motherfucker, that's not the point. The point is empire. The point is, you know, how we run this goddamn country yeah. on the fucking blood and pulp of other like, yeah. Arabs in the Why Middle East. Why we let the Saudis, the Sa- the Saudi government's the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world, and we let them slide, but we fucking brutally oppress every other Muslim. Exactly. Country. That's the issue. Here. Yeah. It hasn't got shit to do with uh, you know. Your individual role in communities in this cu- country, it has to do with the fact that the economy of this country is run on a just blood machine, <laughs> just yeah, grist yeah. mill. Yeah, and not for nothing, you're a representative of that grist mill. Yeah, and that's why what Omar is doing is, is incredible. It's just that, like, you're actually calling it out for what it does, for its function. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. Which is pretty sad that just naming facts here. Well, the, the bar's yeah, so low. The was, bar's so fucking low. There was like a congressman who, who had a tweet that was like questioning the American Israel relationship alliance. Vargas, is, that Vargas yeah, dude, is, Texas. Is un, you know, this is not. Is, he said something, it's unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah and, that, and then he, like, his second tweet, somebody said, like, but you're saying the quiet part out loud with that one. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know. It's because that's, he's saying the truth. You're not supposed to question that. 
No. And that's why it and is. And the good thing is, is she's just resolute in it. Well, and look, look, they're not censuring Bernie for the things he's saying about the economy, and they're not censuring uh, AOC for the things that she's saying about the you environment, Green New Deal. And it's because. But it's because this country is run on empire. Well, the one thing you cannot fuck with is the empire because that holds up the economy. It's that props up the economy. That's exactly right. If Bernie or social, AOC... Yeah, you can have social democracy and a Green New Deal in an empire. But guess what? At a certain point, it's going to run up against empire. Exactly. Don't come for the fucking crown. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Like You can have a social democracy, welfare state, and all this thing and still repress brutally so they, the entire they, rest in, of the world. In a, in a pinch, they're gonna fu- they would fucking hate it, but in a pinch, they could live with Bernie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But what they couldn't they live with is anti-imperialism. Yeah, they, they, look, man, like... <laughs> we'll pay you taxes, okay? The, but we gotta be on top. Yeah, like the 1950s when we had, like... You know, late forties and fifties when we had like Eisenhower and Truman, we were still toppling governments. Yeah, we toppled fucking Iran. Like, and I is- think that's I think that's in the back of their head too. It's like, well, fuck. In a pinch, it's going to be like a harkening back to the Eisenhower administration or some shit. You know what I mean? But, but, but the economy is going to keep rolling because we still have our hegemony yeah. and we still can plow these countries and take what we want from them, and nothing they can fucking do about it. Exactly. No, it's it's uh, it's fucking nuts. It's it makes you feel a bit like a crazy person, and this is why anybody who doesn't have at least a few hesitations about Bernie should be very skeptical of, because what what he believes, what he wants, I agree with it. Of course, of course, I'll even vote for him. But what he wants is not contradictory to the empire. And again, this is why I said earlier, this is why his stance on immigration is conservative. Yeah, because he wants to preserve. That's why he's he's been soft on BDS. Uh. There's a lot of different things that he's not really great on that 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 include empire. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I think that this conversation has elevated above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sit this out. <laughs> um, mine too, actually. Yeah, so my, I I, I agree with you, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like. Yeah, you're right. Eisenhower! Truman! <laughs> Fuck him up. Fuck him up. <laughs> Social democracy. It's got to keep us. Well, the, the, the takeaway here, Tanya, is we know just as little about the electoral strategy as, as you say so you do. Which is to say we all three know way more Look. than the people running the shit. <laughs> 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 That's very true. That is very true. Well, it's it's crazy. You hear people co- talk confidently and stuff about like stuff like Ver- Bernie, and you're like, okay, maybe they know something I don't. Maybe maybe Bernie's like doing some backstage, like I'm with you, Omar. Like I've got your back. The whole maybe way. they but see like, Bernie winking at them through the TV, and they like they you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but I feel like it can it can drive you crazy because if you're I guess if you're not in the know, I mean, you know, I just don't know <laughs> why we all have such a knee jerk reaction to defend. Oh, there's bad behavior and like make excuses or not even bad behavior, but just like the absence of behavior. It's like let people stand on their own two fucking feet. I agree, like, Tanya. Quit defending people. <laughs> I can't. I don't even defend myself anymore. <laughs> I'm indefensible. <laughs> Drag me for all I'm worth. I'm with uh, you, man. I don't, I don't have know. enough human interactions in a week to have to even get myself in that. You're sort not dragable at this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm touchable. I'm the lowest of the low. 
I hang out in the library a lot, and I like bottom uh, feeders here. Yeah, no, I I spend a lot of time in microfilm. No, I spent a lot of time in the microfilm, and I got talking to this guy there today. And he was like, what Is do you do? Is there a group you guys just meets there? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of black long miners that hang out there. And, uh, and Terrence just there going, oh, hey, Jeff. What's <laughs> up, Ronnie? Oh, was it my day to bring donuts? <laughs> it really is like clocking in and out of a job. Yeah. It's like the all the ladies that hang out in the room there. They have a, what's it called? The, uh, the, the like, uh genealogy oh the genealogy room yeah, I, hang, the ge- I hang out in the oh, genealogy room oh they genealogy. love it <laughs> oh, I, I hang out in so there a lot so many people hanging out in yeah. there but I was talking to this guy he was like what do you do around here I was like oh I'm unemployed and he goes a lot of that around here like like, <laughs> it, like it was a, a time honored East Kentucky tradition <laughs> yeah. oh, now you got that they're just so proud of you. They're just so <laughs> proud of you. Exactly. Young Buck. Good job, young blood. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> but if you filed your paper shit, you're getting your unemployment. I sh- well, how, is your appointment come up yet, actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You next, went? You did uh, it? No, no, no it's the 16th. All right, well, stay on it, goddamn. Um, I'm going to be very upset if you don't get unemployment. <laughs> I like that that point of view that there's no shame in unemployment <laughs> versus the get a fucking job yeah. bullshit from somebody. It's like, yeah. motherfucker, I don't want to be a cop. <laughs> My family, you made a choice. I'm not making that choice. We've thrown many unemployment parties. You, yeah. you have a little dance. You pin dollars on the bride to be. It it can kind really? of <laughs> yeah. You can kind of suck. You can kind of start losing your mind a little bit because um, they don't call it fun employment for <laughs> nothing, man. Lean into it. I always thought fun employment was, was like when somebody says that. I'm thinking that motherfucker's got a got a little nest egg back there. <laughs> <laughs> a little fun employment. I've never been fun employed. I've been unemployed. But I ain't never been fun employed. I'm with you there. I guess I haven't really been either. I've never been unemployed. Really? Since I was 17. Yeah. Well, uh, I have. I been guess we just lack initiative, then, don't Apparently. we? I've been unemployed a handful of times. Um, so I this like is all the self hate I'm packing around. Yeah, <laughs> this is nothing new necessarily. Um, but man, the thing is, is I'm just. It seems like the last four years are just living over again. Like it, I was unemployed this time four years ago. And I spent a lot of time in the library in the microfilm, and Bernie had just announced he was running for president. Wow. Like, life is just moving in the exact same time. Wow. Dude, it is weird. It That's is weird. That's crazy to think about. on the Facebook time oh, hop thing, like the like four or five years ago, Yeah, there was something that was so like resonant that I said like in 2013, I was like, and usually it's the exact opposite. Usually, right. like, you're so it's embarrassed. Yeah. But as like, whatever it Dude, was, is like, right. man, that feels fresh. <laughs> You're no. right. It was very relatable. The, we, society has hit the point to where it's just stagnant. Nothing's moving anymore. And so, like, we can look back on those things like we were doing four years ago. I'm doing this right now with, you know, the Mountain Eagle stuff, the things I was writing four years ago. It's just like... <laughs> the piece you just wrote for Poppy every time about our bat netting. <laughs> exactly. Everything <laughs> old is new again. Yeah. I feel like I'm on this, but eight years ago. Are you, You're reliving eight years ago, which was what, 2011? 12? Yeah, me me like hitting a wall at KFTC just like. Oh yeah. God. You wrote it out for a while though. Five fucking years wrote it yeah. out, yeah. Wrote it out ass. <laughs> yeah, you wrote fucking out, wrote the piss out of it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking bareback <laughs> for a long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the thing um, that's kind of maddening, though, about the whole thing cycling over again. It's just like you can't really write a reasoned critique of Bernie or anyone anymore because it's already been written. I go back and look, read stuff, viewpoint stuff from 2016. It's like these are all valid critiques and completely interchangeable from now and then. Like yeah. you won't even There is no difference between Bernie 16 and Bernie 18. Yeah. Not, or, not, or Bernie, what is not this yet, year? but this, 20, is what, 20, this is what makes, yeah, this 20, what makes me think that like the people know something I don't. It's just that, like, is he, okay, is this, is he like... Is that part of the strategy? You know what I mean? He's just yeah. like, I'm the same. It's consistent. You know, nothing's changed. Like, you know, bands getting back together, get on board. Yeah. Or is he going to be like more sort of dynamic and adaptable? I don't know, man. Hey, well, listen. Is he going to come the first for the quarter, empire? It's the first <laughs> quarter. Is he going to come for the empire? <laughs> or that's not? What, that's what I want to know. Yeah. It's the first quarter year one. Let's let's walk it out a little bit and see what happens. You're but, right. You're right. But, Spoken uh, by a True Cats fan. Yeah, <laughs> it gives you a. This is how this is how I we talk busk. until I the last minute of the game. I ain't called to come back, cats for nothing. I boss. Hey, cows bring that one boy from Chicago in next yeah, year. Yeah, why don't bring him off the bench? <laughs> god damn! My god. Um. Oh, one other thing you're talking about, and then we can close. But I saw the funniest thing today. Um, you were talking about earlier about you saw that um, Israel Israeli sticker. sticker. Mm-hmm. I saw a funny bumper sticker today. It said Appalachian American, and it was presumed to be. <laughs> oh God! I just. Just completely Dude, broke. Silas House has had that T-shirt for a decade. So it's like, so it, do they? Are they not aware of how offensive that is? All lives matter, man. All lives matter. I want to die. I want to die. I want to oh, die. God. Anyway, well, that'll do it for this week. Well, now listen, listen. Have you all? Well, no, I have a funny, uh, a funny. Yo. <clears throat> Have you ever had to share an office with somebody? Oh yeah, yeah. What? Oh my god! Oh my god! You're gonna have to say that into the mic. Yeah, say that into the mic, man. I said the New Yorker that's conspicuously sitting on top of your toilet with like fucking pea germs on it. <laughs> It's dated election day 2016. Just further confirming that. I cannot. That's your living four years ago. <laughs> it's reality just stopped for me. The simulation. Uh, well, let me tell no, you, this is not normal. I tell you, here's what here's what I do on that too. Is um, today I was listening to the Little Wayne No Ceilings mixtape from like 2010. Mm-hmm. And I and like <laughs> two months ago I was like, man, Little Wayne, a lot of this shit didn't age well. Then I popped that in today. I was like. Fucking Dwayne Michael Carter <laughs> Jr. is the greatest fucking rapper that ever fucking lived, man. Oh, uh, so we're just we right. we are at a place where we can't uh, we can't just 
objectively critique anything that happened yeah. in the last 15 years. The funniest thing about that New Yorker election day on the back of my toilet is that it's like radiocarbon dating or something. It's like you can see in the geologic layer where I stopped reading the New Yorker when Trump was elected. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Goes on the back of the toilet. These fuckers are. I ain't oh touched it since. <laughs> Been pissing on it ever. In fact, I quit reading the New Yorker. Period. <laughs> when Trump got elected. Wow. Yep. Except for the Borowitz report. <laughs> 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 Fucking Andy Borowitz. <laughs> well, it's a, the best thing I heard today, before this episode, of course. Was my office mate? Uh, was my office mate on a video call, uh-huh. and like she had just like hit the button and logged in, and then some, like a voice comes up talking really loud, and they said, "Well, you know, I quit smoking weed at the end of the year, so I'm dreaming again." But it's not. <laughs> I dream Mel Gibson was carrying me around. <laughs> I swear, that's not a dream. That's a nightmare. <laughs> Real weed heads know those. The when they, <laughs> when you stop smoking weed, those first few nights they suck real bad. Well, actually, they're kind of fun. I don't know. It just depends. Yeah, because I don't <laughs> smoke weed every day, and I dream a lot. I have a lot of weird dreams. Do you yeah. think when well, I smoke, it, it impacks my dreaming? Yeah. The following days, it does. <gasps> I, that ain't even occurred to me. I had had a bunch of weird ass dreams. So when you stop smoking, um, what it does is it represses REM sleep, and so when you stop smoking, your brain kind of does a sort of overcorrection. And then you start really having REM sleep. And that's why the dreams are so vivid and and, um, experiential. Like, they're so involved. Oh, wow. I didn't realize this. Holy fuck. The Science of Being a Stoner from Terrence Ray. Because I was... Out now. I had some wild... If I tell someone my dream, I'll remember it. But if I don't speak it out loud, I'll usually forget it. So the worst of the worst, i got to keep to myself. So I try to (laughs) bury that some bitch. You just just turned on the video conference and one of your coworkers was saying that. <laughs> that, no, my co- my coworker turned on the video conference. I think it was on a. And somebody a, was saying that. Yeah, I didn't know the person. I didn't. I didn't know who she was video conferencing with. That's I was funny. on. A I just heard it. That's the first. It was like the loud. first thing that you heard. The first, as soon as you hit the button, it was like you know I quit smoking all, weed all last throughout the year. building. <laughs> yeah, it was just like really loud. Um, I was on a Sierra Club call today, and I was the only one. Like I, I don't ever get on the video calls just because I'm weird about like people like okay. nine. So nine it's everyone's face, and then a black. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just me. <laughs> Tom Six, an Abby of Rick Ross. Well, there's, well, there's, well, there's like this pause, right? Like in the action, and I don't know what it was, but my phone, but it queued up "War Ready" by Rick Ross, no. Young Jeezy, and it's like, no. and it's, and you know, the, the intro of that song, just this real ominous, just like drum pattern, and it's just like quiet, and then I'm just like, oh fuck, how do I get this off there? And then like, I hit pause, and I hear somebody say. <clears throat> If you could just mute your line if you're not speaking, <laughs> I'm hearing some music. But. Oh my god! <laughs> and it had to be me because I was everybody else was right there. Damn. The <coughs> video call it's so anal. The conference calls. The video conference calls too much. Mm-hmm. All I, I mean, you're just staring at your double chin the whole time, just like trying. It's to, a yeah. terrible angle, you know, the laptop oh, video. For sure. The laptop uh, camera angle. Come on. Mm, for sure. Yeah. It's terrible. Anytime I like FaceTime or do anything with anybody, or like <laughs> we were recording the other day, and I was recording the other day, and uh, I couldn't enjoy the conversation like I wanted to because I was just thinking, do they think I'm fat? <laughs> 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 and I was like doing this thing where I was like hiding my <laughs> like, beneath it all. We're all yeah. just yeah, so vain. 
Um, well, uh, let's see. Signing off. Bernie 2020. <laughs> yeah, Bernie 2020. Uh, Patreon. Go check out the Patreon, please. <laughs> no, please. 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 <laughs> Just we are desperate. Up your donations. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> All you real ones out there tweeting that you've joined Patreon. Fucking kudos. Yeah, thank you so much for thank your support. Thank you so much. Um, but if you're not sure how to go or find it, and um, for anybody that searched for it and can't find it, it's I because... I think now we're, we're we're good, right? We're not adult content We're not adult anymore. content anymore? So we got 666 patrons while we've been hidden. Oh. So imagine, imagine Pandora's box oh, is over. Oh, we've been maybe. hidden? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because we're adult content. What? Yeah. So all you kids under 18 have been meaning to sign up for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it just means we cuss and talk about titties. Yeah. We do talk about titties. Yeah. But I sent them a message that said, hey, you're leaving money on the table. Uh, people say they're trying to find us and they can't find us, so help and us And then like that, the guy immediately said, oh, shit, yeah, well, we've lifted that. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what they needed to hear. That, to that's, exact, fire yeah, that's why exactly why I worded it that way. Sons of bitches. They're the worst fucking company ever was. Oh, they're pretty bad. <laughs> ever was. <laughs> yeah, ever was. That's the worst yeah. it ever was. <laughs> Tanya Soprano over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking like a 1920s gangster. <laughs> I got a million of them. I cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Okay, so check Hit out that Patreon, goddamn. P a t r e o n dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Also, I have a piece in Popula. I want to plug that. Oh, Go check that out. <laughs> Bye.